0: biblical councilman on Friday nights for many months, and witnessed the power of the Holy Spirit and God's Word to work in her heart. She began to see clearly who God is and who she is from the lens of the Scripture, and she began to have, um, see God for who He is. She began to have joy for the gift of the Gospel, and her greatest desire now is not to With us, with a trip to the Philippines, our desire is to share God's word, knowing that while our time with them is limited and we will always be um, around them, God's word in His presence will always be with them. Matthew 24-3 says, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words will never pass away. And interestingly, my dad asked us to have Bible studies with him during our family visit. So one of the Bible studies was about little understanding in how to resolve conflicts through the lens of the gospel. So I'll be sharing some tips from our church. So praise be to God. from God's Word to put um, off and put on here are some things the Lord taught me two, biblical conflict resolution is rooted in the gospel of Christ number two, trust the Lord's salvation plan We without the servant might not be able to see fruit in our ministry to our family, but our part is to be faithful and to persevere and faithfulness to grow new first depend on his grace to live out the gospel. And God's word, as we've been learning, is sufficient. It is sufficient to make us complete and equipped for every good work. But there is a huge difference between knowledge and application. Number three, pray earnestly, consistently, and scrap. for as good as the desire is for family members
1: Or I What causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this that your passions are at war with you? You decide. your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be wretched and worn and weak. Let your laughter be turned tomorrow and your joy to do. Humble yourselves. Just say like a program or practical things, but he brings out the gospel, and you'll see that later as we expound this grace. So let's go. Down. Look, that, the family is like, oh, it's coming from the field. And so naturally, the first thing that came up to my mind, get some buckets, right? Uh, just put the buckets there. Guy, so I had to yell, call the plumber, have it fixed, and you know, it was great. Like, the source was addressed, the water leak stopped. Now, let me ask you what would happen if we said, with water There. And what's interesting? He says, it doesn't say, here's the thing, it doesn't say the quarrels and the causes come from your circumstances. Because your spouse is not Thank <laughs> you. what the Bible says it's lust, and lust is not just a sexual desire, but it is a sinful, strong desire. Now, desires are not necessarily bad themselves, right? Um, You know, for example, you could have a desire—a desire of having a godly spouse. Uh, When does that desire become a sinful desire? When the desire becomes a controlling desire or a ruling desire. When that desire becomes so important to you that it takes the place of pleasing God. So when you're unhappy and discontent of certain things or when you're ¿Dónde? Use the words "I should "I this," the best. So you might say. On and on, right? What we're, we're actually saying if I don't get this, hey, I will be discontent. I will be angry. I will be mean to you. And that's where conflict happen. It starts with our desires, it's our lust. And how do we know when a good desire becomes lust? There's only one. Lord, I didn't get the cooked meal that I want or the clean and orderly house that I wanted to be. If you're suffering and you allow this thing to happen, you know what's next. You're trust you. Or you could say, Lord, I'm reading right now that my spouse has a blind spot for a particular sin. Please help me listen. To honor Now, let me clarify that there is normal human disappointment. So, for example, when somebody cuts off you, and, and when you're driving, someone cuts off you, you don't say, wonderful, someone cut me in a freeway, No, you don't do that. Or, uh, when your children disobey you, you don't say, big shots, Santa Ana, you know, we don't Desires control us on how we respond to God. Do we forget that? a solution. He gives the gospel. That's a good news. That's the gospel. It's a good news of Christ. In, um, in verses 4 to 10, he says, You um, you adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity to God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world, makes himself an enemy of God. For you, suppose, the Before the Lord, and he will, and so. so, if we divide this, um, there are main two points here. The first one is, recognize the magnitude of your sin. Recognize the magnitude of your sin. And he uses the word adulterous people here. The original hearer. worship. If we desire more than anything above God, then it's idolatry. Lost, at the end of the day, is idolatry. Repentance, actually. He, he uses the best terms that he uses. You adulterous people, sinners, basically need to And he uses the term. Resist the devil. We'll praise God for how the Holy Spirit. You know, we're not, we're not, now we are. four a heart, grieving, mourning for your sin. Second, does Second, Corinthians, seven, for so God. Be- By grace, we have been saved. It's not because of what we did, it's the work of God. Essentially, ¿Está that line, that's what man sees. That's the outer man. The line to that, that's what God sees. Okay? He sees our hearts. Okay? He sees yeah. our hearts. Now, James points out that lust is the source. Right? This, James 4 wants to be the source, of the solve the problem. When there are circumstances, right,
0: when you're in the heat
1: Strong desire that has to replace, um, you know, I mean, that it, that has become an idol uh, in, in our hearts. And we see here the fruit there's anger, anxiety, worry, discontentment, depression, bitterness, unforgiveness, complaint, quarreling, fear, you know, on and on and on. And so, 5 8. Uh, Galatians 5, 22 to 24. Um, 17 5 22-24, Jeremiah 175 5-8 says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. He is like a tree threatened by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when the heat comes, for it's still fruitful, even though there's drought, circumstances, that but keeps moving. Because what? Because of his resume of righteousness? No, it's because of the gospel of Christ, that he's humble and he's trusting the Lord. And it says here in verse 8, for it does not cease to bear fruit. And so we know he delays its Love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. We know that. our cross following And that's the gospel. That's the beauty of the gospel. Because we cannot do this on our own. We need to be humble have faith and trust in the Lord as a patient about it. Right? And so, look at this two dreams. If you have conflict, constantly there's anger, bitterness, Thank you. Christ like this as we become like Christ. But we don't force things certainly. Same thing for eternity. We cannot force salvation for children. We patient and wait. We are faithful in packing the seats in the gospel. But ultimately we trust the Lord when he comes to his timing and to the result. So, let me encourage you one last slide. The gospel encouragement. Let's remember that Chapter 4, verses 31 uh, to uh, chapter 5, verse 32. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away